When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome back to the second hour of the Saturday Morning Miles Club. Joe is still dancing every time she hears <laughs> that song. This is this the evolution of the Miles Club, Joe. Do you know how that song became the Miles Club anthem? Enlighten me. It was when the first COVID was ending and it was... What's the what song do you want to hear when you go? But when dance floors and pubs and everything were reopening, and that's what you guys came up with. Well, that was the number one. Really, for the Miles Club fraternity. Wow. Okay. The song where you could be anywhere at a on a at a pub or a dance floor, and that one song that comes on. What's the one that you want? And that was that was it. To be fair, it, it's it does you always get stop you going. Moving. Yeah. <laughs> So that's the evolution of the Moles Club. The name, we just we just keep evolving here. We just keep doing beautiful things. And if you have a Toro ride on, why stroll when you can roll? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. What have we done? We created what a monster. You You've put me in the driver's seat. You let the lunatic in charge of the asylum and look what has happened. Now, ahead of an unprecedented Qualification to the last 16 of the World Cup for the Socceroos. We are now joined by former Socceroo and Sydney United player Atek Gench. Atek, good morning. Good morning, guys. How are you? We are well here. Are you as excited as the rest of the country, not only the football fans, but to see what the Socceroos can do 6 a.m. tomorrow morning against Argentina? No, I certainly am. I think it's, uh, it's massive. Uh, not since 2006. And we qualified for the round of 16. This is just massive for the Socceroos. I know everyone's going to be out and about tomorrow morning. Obviously, it's been difficult with all the times and the game times and so on. But, um, yeah, I am excited. So I uh, can't wait. Atek, how impressed have you been with the guys so far? Obviously, they went down that first one. But just watching on and seeing the progress that they've made and, and the changes, especially in defence, we were talking about it before. But, but what does it feel like for you watching on when you're seeing that out there? Oh, look, it's pretty exciting. I think uh, we've defended well. We're well organised. I think Graham Arnold's done a great job. I think, uh, importantly, um, when you look at it, uh, we went through a difficult qualification process. We had to win the playoff against UAE. Then we played uh, Peru and won that on a penalty shootout. I think the expectations of the Australian public weren't as uh, great as, say, 2006. But um, this is a unified team with a lot of really good footballers who are underrated. I think after the game against France, I thought, uh, I think many people thought, oh, no, this is uh, going to end ugly for us. But, um, you know, we fought back, uh, beat Tunisia, and we won our third game against Denmark, which is a pressure game. And, um, you know, that sort of says a lot about the type of character in this squad and the motivation we have. Who are the underrated players that you're referring to there? Oh, our back four is um, pretty solid. I think Harry Suto doesn't play in the English Premier League, but he's in, in the lower divisions, but he's a... He's been a rock at the back, I think, uh, as is Bayich. And, um, you know, we've got guys with slightly higher profiles like Matt Leckie and um, I think the two in the middle of the park, Aaron Moy, uh, Jackson Irvine. I mean, the number of kilometres they've, they've done has been phenomenal. So, you know, we've got some X factor on the bench as well. Um, you know, guys that can come on, they haven't um, actually had much game time, but Garen Quoll and uh, 
Awa Mabil and all these guys can make make a difference. And uh, but I think um, you know we can beat Argentina. It'd be it'd be a difficult task. But um, you know if we switched on and organised and can hang in for a long periods of time, I think we were a chance. Hey, Tech, you spoke there about the back four, the last two games, clean sheets for the Socceroos. How important is that going to be? I think if the Socceroos are going to be able to win this game, it it might be on the back of their defence and keeping Argentina to, to zero. I think so. I think, um, well, there'll be moments where we'll press high up the park, then we'll drop into a block and uh, try to nullify their strength. So Argentina like to build up. They'll build up slow. Then the tempo starts to increase in that front third, and that's where... Messi and Di Maria and um, Alvarez and all these guys, you know, high-profile footballers um, come to the fore. So the good thing about us and the way we've played over the first three games, or the last two games in particular, has been the fact that we've had numbers at the back and uh, we've defended really well. Every time there's a cross, somebody seems to get a foot in. We're desperate. We've got a fantastic goalkeeper in Matty Ryan. But, um, and in transition, we're actually positive and we're quick. And... Um, if we're going to exploit that part of the game and start to make Argentina a little bit nervous because there's going to be a lot of pressure on them. Whereas with us, it's kind of like, well, we've got nothing to lose. And um, yeah, we can beat them like we did back in the Gold Cup in uh, 1988, a long time ago. So let's say they do keep a, a clean sheet tomorrow. Who are you looking to in attack to, to score the winner, let's say? Well, obviously, you know, uh, you know Craig Goodwin, um, you know, he's a handful on the left-hand side. He's got a beautiful cross. Um, Matt Lecky, we saw the goal he scored um, against Denmark where he turned the defender inside out. Um, they've got some athletic qualities that can hurt Argentina. And um, for those guys um, going forward, Mitchell Duke's been outstanding. He's a guy that uh, is robust. He clocks up a lot of Ks, you know, wins headers. Um, and you saw the goal he scored against Tunisia. The ball was whipped in. It was an opportunist goal. He just sort of flicked it on with his head. And look, we've got we've got we've got some strength. Riley McGree, um, bursting out of midfield. But uh, importantly, um, what we don't want to do is chase the game. Um, like I said, if we can hang in there for long periods of time, we can hurt Argentina. Hey, Tech, how's the health of the squad? The the short turnaround, seventy two hours between games. How's the health of the squad? Are, are we going to be able to put our best team out on the park, uh, the pitch? Let's say pitch. Are we going to get on this? The pitch uh, tomorrow morning. <laughs> Yeah, I think so. I don't think there's any major injury concerns. There are. I know that um, they've done a lot of, uh, you know, post-game recovery and they've been in the pool and, you know, they've been um, well looked after. And that's the only thing about the uh, Socceroos. And we saw that when we beat Uruguay in 2005. The attention to detail is just fantastic. And we've got a, a really good sports science department and, you know, rehab facilities and so on. And we're based in a good area. Um, so I, I expect us to be at full strength, depending on the tactical approach. Um, Milos Dejanek came in at right back for Fran Karacic and, uh, uh, in the last game. And, you know, he's, he's a winner. He's a strong character. Even when he was not playing in the first couple of games, Dejanek was the one in the dressing room just pumping all the guys up and motivating them. And, um, you know, that winning mentality goes a long way. You know, you can have the, te- you know, the technique and the tactical approach. But in the end, you know, if you've got desire and you've got organisation, you've got guys that can hurt teams, you can win games. But uh, it's not going to be easy, guys. Um, yeah, this is going to be... I'm just excited about the fact that um, we're there and with an opportunity to go into the last eight. And if we go to the last eight, I think we end up playing uh, the winner of Holland and the United States. And, you know, if you get there, 
we reached the semi-finals, that would be well, surely one of the greatest achievements in Australian sport. We're already there. Yeah. We're already. We've already thought about it. We're already. <laughs> we're already doing happen. our. Yeah, we're already doing our planning on the Netherlands <laughs> and the USA. We're oh, we're right. already there. We've already started to game plan that. Speaking of game planning, uh, the the Socceroos have got a game plan against probably one of the greatest of the modern era. Uh, is it is it foolish to to go chips in and and try and stop Messi and make? They've obviously got some uh, some other wonderful great players, but. One of the things that my coach told me once, and I always forget, don't get beat by what you know. What? Let's not let this guy beat us. Uh, let's yeah. just uh, let's shut him down and let the others. Uh, if we get beat by the, a, a combined better Argentinian team, fine. But let's not get beat by what you know. Yeah, there was no doubt. Along with uh, Pelé and Maradona, um, Messi's probably the greatest player of all time. Um, but he's not at his peak. Um, I would have been a bit more worried if it, this was like five, six years mm. ago. But uh, mm. he's still a fantastic footballer who can make the difference. You'll see that in the game, you'll walk around a bit and all of a sudden he'll inject himself and he'll change the tempo of the game. And I think the approach with him, and that's going to be interesting because that's what coaches get paid the big bucks for, is um, you know first, second, third man defending, uh, making sure you limit time and space in and around the box. Um, just don't let him influence the game. And, and you've kind of got to be a little bit robust as well, even though he can take a knock. But uh, we've just got to make sure that we don't open ourselves up in transition and we don't allow those little pockets of space in and around the box. Because if we do, I think Messi can hurt us. But there's other guys there, and that's, that's the problem mm. for us. Um, guys, um, Julian Alvarez plays at Man City, Laturo Martinez at Inter Milan, you've got Angel Di Maria. These guys have played for Real Madrid, PSG. Um, they can hurt you, but they're, they're containable. And the way we've got that resolve, defensive resolve, and we're not a defensive team. We're just organised. And uh, we need to go forward as well and hurt them. And uh, I'm sure we'll be positive in that area. Hey, Tank, this is potentially the biggest game in, in these guys' football careers. How, as a player, would they be feeling right now in the hours leading up, knowing that the entire nation is behind them and will be will be hanging on every single moment of this game? Well, they'll be excited. I mean, you know, I'll put myself in that position. And um, if you guys put yourselves in that position, you'd be pretty pumped. Um, I'd be packing you know, it, to uh, be honest. <laughs> <laughs> you'd be, and and the, the good thing is, if you look at when we played Denmark, I, I think they felt so much pressure, pressure from because they were expected to win. I think with us, we're not expected to win this game. And uh, that makes it even more exciting for the players. So the motivation levels, obviously, maybe you, you play for your countries at a very high level, but this is going to be um, something that they're really going to put in, and they're going to try and um, get get a result here. And I, I think that uh, they're going to be. I think the pressure's on Argentina. You know, already Messi's talking in the media about, oh, we need to respect Australia, and um, you know, we've got to be very careful. They're a bit wary of us as well. Because they know we've got the mentality and the players to hurt them. And, um, but no, you know, when I, I'm, I'm getting excited, you know, uh, it's probably different to when the tournament first started because it was no, it was kind of the expectation was, can we get through the group? But um, now, it's, can we make the semis? Can we make the quarters? So it's going to be great. Yeah, the, the narrative does change there a little bit. It's like, oh, yeah, it's great. We're here. We're at the party. But now it's like, oh, actually, we might be able to blow the candles out here. That'd be pretty nice. Um, in regards to some of the players, uh, you mentioned a couple of names before. 
it's a big opportunity, yes, uh, as as a team to be able to to put yourself on on one the biggest stage in in potentially world sport, but individually as well. Are there some players that might be getting a phone call to their manager going, hey, we might be able to get you a little contract upgrade after some really good performances in this World Cup? Yeah, for sure, for sure. So these guys, uh, you know, a few of the boys are playing in the Scottish Premier League. Some of them are playing in the A-League, Craig Goodwin, Matt Leckie. Leckie's at Melbourne City. You know, Goodwin's at Adelaide United. You've got guys from the Central Coast Mariners and so on. Gerang Quall has signed a contract with Newcastle United in the English Premier League. He's going to be off after the World Cup. But you're right, um, you know, guys like Aziz Bayich and Harry, Harry Suter, they're talking about him as being an uh, English Premier League player. And, uh, you know, he's like six foot six and uh, a fantastic defender. Don't forget, he's come off for a knee reconstruction. He had an ACL problem and um, he's only come back from injury not long ago. He's playing in the World Cup and doing so well. So I think he's got a, a big future. The rest of the guys are playing here and there. Um, There's certainly good performances and scouts will look at you and um, you'll get, get that lucrative contract. So let's say the Socceroos don't win the World Cup. There's obviously, you know, this is, this is, this is what we are. If we don't win the World Cup, this is we're, what we're, happy going to, for. we're happy to be there. But this anyway. is what we're going for. But ATEC, who in, who in your opinion is, is the favourite based on, on what you've seen and how they've been performing? Okay, the most dangerous teams are the ones that actually lost the game during the process. And if you ever look at it, I don't know whether it's certainly not by design, but um, Spain have lost, Brazil have lost, France have lost, you know, they and Argentina have lost. So you start to think, well, you know, they'll kind of ramp it up a little bit. Um, Brazil, for me, are the favourites. Argentina are capable, um, and you know, you've got to uh, kind of consider England. They're a bit of a dark horse. They're kind of like quietly going about their business, but um, but certainly Brazil, Argentina, France, France for me. And Brazil, on paper, are the two best teams. Um, so, you know, time will tell who's going to, and you know, who's going to sort of come to the fore. But um, I still remember when we did play France, um, the pace of Mbappe and Dembele, the two wide players, the pace and power I haven't seen ever. Now, that's just, it's just outrageous speed. Um, and they've just got so much depth. So, you know, I think they're going to be uh, one of the ones to watch as well. So, um yeah, we'll see what happens, but um, it's going to be interesting. Have you got a prediction for us, ATEC? Give us a score prediction. How the soccer is? What's the score going to be when we, we're we there, we're, we're watching, we're listening on the SEN? What's the score going to be? What's your prediction? Uh, mate, one all, we win on a penalty shootout. How's that one? Yeah, oh, I love this. We love a I'm penalty so shootout. <laughs> we love. We want to have. By it. the way, by, yeah, go. by the way, guys, if we win the World Cup, oh. right, oh, here was a uh, Albanese said that we'll get a day off. A public holiday if we win the World Cup. I we, think he's a bit out of touch. We should get a day right? off if they beat Argentina, surely. 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 I agree with that one. If we win the World Cup, we should get like six months off because <laughs> that would be the most. <laughs> it would uh, be. No. <laughs> I love that. If we can win it in a penalty shit, we've got an idea here at the Saturday Morning Miles, and we make things happen that we want the T20 version of the Soccer World Cup, but just penalty shootouts. We want a World <laughs> Cup, a World Cup of penalty shootouts. Are you in with me? I'm in, mate. That'd be fantastic. Sounds good. ATEC, thanks for joining us on the Saturday Morning Miles Club. Enjoy tomorrow morning wherever you're going to be watching and listening to the game. Hopefully uh, the Socceroos can come through and give us that extra day off. We all love it. All good, guys. I'll be watching it. So uh, let's see what happens tomorrow morning. I could be partying somewhere.
Thanks. Beautiful. Enjoy, enjoy ATEC Gench joining us here on the Saturday morning miles. We're off to a break and we are back with the world famous Yenna.